Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's and, going uh, on? We're live. Not much. Well, I guess for the first time, the for, first the, for the last time. <laughs> <laughs> first time, long time. Um, yeah, this has been what I think a year or two in the making. <laughs> Something like that. We keep promising ourselves yeah. we're gonna do it. And then we finally got around to doing it, but. You know, we've got families, we, we work, and we got life, stuff like that gets in the way. But we're here. And I think it's, what, three weeks now after Endgame? Something like that, yeah. And uh, Just so I just so everybody I, knows, we were we were supposed to, our, our initial plan was to do a recap of all 21 movies leading up to Endgame, and then do Endgame, and that didn't work. No. We, I don't even think we, we watched, we didn't watch any of them together, we just... We have these long uh, Facebook messages where we talk about everything, but we didn't get, and then we were supposed to do, well, first it was supposed to be the Star Wars one, and I think we got through uh, A New Hope, or Empire. Yeah, probably, yeah, I think so. And then, but like, if someone could take like the transcripts of our Facebook messages, that'd be a great podcast. So hopefully we can recreate the magic. <laughs> but have to get some act- we'll have to get some actors to read them. Oh, that would be great. Who now? Who would you have read yeah. your your portion? I, I got dibs on. Uh, it'll just I knew. Ah, oh, that's what I wanted. <laughs> um, I guess I'd have to. I'd have to have Sam Jackson do mine then. Dang, I'd have to have who? Sam Jackson do mine. Oh, I wanted go. Idris, but dang, and I and I want to do it like in the Sheer Khan voice. <laughs> but, uh, we'll see. So, uh, I guess with major spoilers, I mean, if you haven't seen it, I'm pretty sure you have by now. It's what? Is that a billion? Over a billion? If you if you haven't seen it, I don't know what you're doing listening to this podcast. We're going to ruin the whole thing for you, and we're going to go back to the touch on some of the other films, twenty other 21 films. What was your initial reaction when you walked out the theater? I thought it was yeah. big. I was uh, mm-hmm. probably a little overwhelmed, um, <laughs> you know, but I was excited. I li- I liked it. I mean, that was my initial reaction was that I, I really liked it. And I thought that it was um, a really fitting ending for this cycle of 22 movies. You know, I had a, if I was taking notes, my notes would probably say things like, you know, Damn! Is everyone who was ever in an MCU Residual movie in this thing be really nice for some folks? Yeah, no kidding. Um, you know, I had I, there were there was there was a couple of negative things, but it was ninety nine percent positive. I mean, I just really enjoyed the movie. I thought that um, it took the time to give all of the characters that we care about something mm-hmm. to do, especially the original Avengers. You know, gave every one of them something to do. Gave every one of them an arc. Um, gave every one of them kind of, you know, a satisfying ending of this part of their story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in some cases, ending of their story. I and, completely uh, agree. And I liked it a lot. You know what my first thought was? What about when you? It was done. I just got up and walked out. And I got in the car and I said, they actually pulled it off. They They completed it this this massive undertaking they completed it because if they would have failed 
I wouldn't have been able. I wouldn't blame them because, like, look, you guys had to hold this thing together, close up some plot holes, and give you know Cap and Tony these satisfying endings, and y'all really pulled it off. Um, and then when I started thinking about like, and I didn't even care about what's next. It was just more just trying to like really soak in everything that had happened. And you know me for the people listening. I've I've wanted start to die for so long. And when it happened, I was like, "Oh man, this is heroic. This is this is it was fitting." Even even Cap's ending, and and people you just getting to know me. I love Captain America. Growing up, Batman was my favorite hero. Um, but started getting into the uh, Marvel comics like two thousand ninety nine two thousand, and I I love Cap. I love everything about Cap. I love everything Chris Evans has done to portray Cap. And I was just like, man. They pulled it off. Like I wasn't. I'm not sad to see him go. Like I'm happy that, that he he got the ending that he got. I just couldn't believe it. I was I was amazed. Yeah, I, yes. I, I was really very ple- surprised at his end. His Cap's ending surprised me. Tony's didn't. I I expected that Tony would go uh, would die at the end of this movie. Cap's ending surprised me. It was strangely satisfying for me. See, I thought that it was going to be Cap that was going to die. And then I saw like what the writer said that everybody expected Cap to die. So we couldn't do that. And I was surprised at how Tony went out and that it seemed like uh, he's okay with it. Because it, it was such a turn. You think about what it begins, it's Cap telling him, you're not the guy to you know make the sacrifice play. And then this is how he goes out. The ultimate sacrifice play. When he, I mean, if he didn't, could you blame him? You know, he's got a wife, a kid now. He's got that peaceful life. And he did it. With, it looked like no regrets in his face at all. So that really surprised me. And and that's the thing, is that this film paid off so many things that were planted over the course of all of these movies. Mm-hmm. Whether it's whether it's a growth of a character, whether it's a particular moment, whether it's... Yeah, this movie made Ultron a better movie because it paid off stuff that happened in that movie. You know, it 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 paid off stuff that happened in Iron Man too. It paid off stuff that happened in uh, in the original Avengers movie. Like all these things just paid off, and you know, so if you look at this thing as a whole, this movie just kind of really pulled everything together in such a great way. I, you know, it's funny. I was watching Ultron this afternoon, and it hit me throughout this movie. All these, you know, three or four references that people are making towards Cap about your know, home and you know losing things and giving up on things and moving on. And then I'm watching Winter Soldier. I'm like, this has been a, a reoccurring theme for this guy, this this whole entire saga. And I just overlooked it because I'm focused on the action and you know what post credit scenes, what this means. But it's like. They've been dropping these hints forever. So now when he finally does this, maybe what is his first selfish act of this, this whole thing? No, you earned this, man. You're, you were truly the man out of time. You weren't supposed to be here. So I, I couldn't be upset with that ending they gave him. Uh, here's one thing. That I, how did you feel about the Vormir scene? Well, I think when, you know, I think when Nat and Clint showed up there, you know, here, here's the thing. It's like when when we saw that in Infinity War, right? 
when Gamora and Thanos go there, mm. we don't know what's happening. It's completely mm. new to us, right? We don't know what's going to happen there. We don't yeah. know Red Skull's going to be there. We don't know that there's going to be this demand, you know, of a soul. We don't know that somebody, the, you know, that somebody's gotta gotta stay. You know, we we don't know this is Thunderdome. You know what I'm saying? One man enters, two man <laughs> yeah. enter, one man leaves. We we don't know that. This time we know that. So as soon yeah. as Clinton Nat show up on Vormir, we we know only one of them is getting off that planet. And I I didn't appreciate kind of the levity of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they the way they were treating it with kind of quipping back and forth at each other and yeah. Red Skull and stuff like that. Because I thought it detracted from from Nat's sacrifice and Nat's death. Because I agree. You know, this is one of our major characters. And you mm-hmm. know, when Gamora died, it was a really heavy moment. Yeah. But when Nat dies, it's just kind of like the weight isn't there. It's just so quick. It's the weight. Yeah. And I mean, you feel the weight of, of their relationship, mm-hmm. you know, but it's hard to describe. Like they just, I just felt like they just passed by the moment too quick and they treated it too lightly. And then click gets back and he's like, you know, Nat didn't come back. Let's make sure she didn't die in vain or whatever. And it's like, that's it. Yeah. And then she's like, never mentioned again. I- yeah, we all went to Tony's funeral, you know? Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like, there's no service for her. At least we don't see it. I feel like Hulk should have been a whole lot more upset that she was dead than he was. Um, You know what messed it up for me? It felt heavy for me until they start trying. Uh, Once, I think it's he jumps and she catches him first, or was it that she jumped first and then he caught her? What, whatever. Was he, 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 he went to jump. And she like tripped him up, and then or she caught him with her like her little lasso thing, and then, um, and then she like kind of went over him, and so he was in the situation where he was he was holding onto the rope with one hand and holding onto her with that the other hand. That messed it up for me. There was, it was too and much of that. His only option was to either let her go yeah. or let both of them go. To me, it should have been she jumps. That's it. No, oh, I got you, and now it's my turn to switch spots. That's what ruined it for me. I think if she just jumps and, you know, dies, then it's like, oh, okay, I, I feel this. I get this. For me, that's probably. Yeah, or or he goes to go. I mean, I get the point where he's like in this state of mind where he doesn't yeah. feel like he deserves to be there or he doesn't feel like he deserves to live because of all the stuff that he's been doing, you know. But, but Nat's version of that mm-hmm. goes all the way back to the Avengers. Oh yeah, where she's got red in her ledger, you know, and she yeah, wants she, to wipe it out. You know, so I think she was the—you hate to say it—but I think she was the deserving one. So I could see if, like, yeah. he goes to run and she trips him up and then she jumps. You know, I think they just, yeah, you know, they made it too much of an action beat. I didn't need this no, to be an action they, beat. They, they had plenty of action in that, that final scene. For the whole movie, that, that you're right, that wasn't necessary. Uh, I think my other only gripe was that with the film was I didn't get the Thanos who had accomplished everything in that final battle, so kind of took something away from it for from me. We get a Thanos that he's seen that he he accomplished this, but he hasn't gone through everything yet. You know, you get what I'm saying? 
like it's almost as if it you weren't fighting that Thanos that took everything from you. You're you're fighting, you know, Thanos that's on the mission. Yeah, yeah. And that's why for me it took something Thanos. out of that yeah. fight. It didn't mean as much. You're not really getting your revenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this and this Thanos like puts it all together too quickly, and he just and and then he turns, he turns, you know, because the thing about Infinity War, yeah. is Thanos comes out and he's, he's Killmonger, he's almost sympathetic. You know what I'm saying? Like he's almost like yeah. You 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 and I had this conversation. You walk out and you're like, he's not wrong. You know, but but when he turns in this, when he does that whole, you know. I never make when I in all my conquests it's never been personal, but I'm gonna enjoy what I do to your little planet very much. No, then you become that's, that's uh, not Thanos. Comic-y. That's at least not the Thanos that we turn to a see. traditional villain. Right? Yeah, he goes back to just kind of being this like kind of cheesy cheesy villain kind of thing. And uh, you know, so that was that wasn't the I guess the best mm-hmm. move, but that's fine. Whatever. You know, you have to motivate so then... everybody else. And I and I and I, you know, for for we're on the downside right now. The only other thing I could really say that I didn't appreciate all that much or that really left me kind of not feeling yeah, great about. I expected the film a lot more. Kind of, I was disappointed in Captain Marvel. Yeah. Not not mm-hmm. in that she disappeared for half the movie. I'm perfectly fine with that. You know, it's a yeah. big galaxy. She's got a lot of stuff to do. But when she comes back, Thanos basically one punches her out of the movie. And I know he punched her with the power stone, but still. And you, she, she was gone after that until the funeral. So it's like, and you had brought this up. She comes, she takes out the spaceship, and yeah. And you and had said, then, then why didn't they it. wait to bring her after? Which now I'm thinking back to like, you know what? I get what you were trying to do to show off how strong she is, but she's probably would have been better off left for phase four. Because if we're gonna go with this supposedly like the celestials and it seems like phase four is gonna be a lot more cosmic stuff, let her, you know, kick that off with Guardians three and, and Eternals and let the original guys finish this fight. But other than that, I didn't have too many complaints with the with the movies. Um No, I I, I thought they they brought everybody in great. I I liked I loved, I should say. I loved what they did with Thor. Oh yeah, I love Fat Thor. He is the MVP of both these movies. He, yeah, but I think, you know, I think it's a really realistic kind of interpretation of what somebody would go through, having carried the weight of I should have gone for the head. I could have prevented this entire thing, mm-hmm. and. You know, I could see him kind of detaching from the world and just kind of, you know, just not wanting to engage in anything and just kind of sitting back. And what I really enjoyed, what I really appreciated was the fact that once he came back, so to speak, and, you know, kind of took his power back and tapped into the Odin force or the Thor force or whatever we're calling it these days, you know, it didn't, it didn't. It didn't like make him into like swole yeah, Thor again. Yeah, I like that. I agree. It just he was he was still yeah. fat Thor, just with a braided <laughs> beard, and I, I like that too. You know, because that's a journey he t- that's a it took him years to get to that place. That's a journey he took, and now he's going to have to take his that journey to get away from it. 
And, you know, I like the fact that, you know, they state, they kind of state, like, it doesn't matter what he's become. He yeah. is who he is. He is Thor, you know? And I, I, you think about that, that weight he's carrying of, you just, I mean, prior to this, I mean, we see him at the end of Ragnarok. You're, you're, you're was it, as Asgard's a, your plane, your, your plane is destroyed. Um, astral plane, right? Midgard, Adgard, Midgard. It's destroyed. You now Thanos has boarded your ship, killed most of these Asgardians, and now you got to come and deal with this. Like your brother's dead, your best friend's dead. Like he's got PTSD, and it he's just you know drinking it away. So I'm really interested to see what they do with Guardians and how. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know whether it's full blown. I mean, I'm not a you know any kind of psychologist. I don't know whether it's PTSD yeah. or it's depression or I think survivor skill or whatever word. it is. Um, but yeah, but I think they treated it well, and you know, I think it's realistic. I think they treated all of them well. You know, all of them are trying to do something. You know, Nat is mm-hmm. she's just trying to plug in and keep things together. Um, you know, Cap is just trying to, he's still trying to help people and trying to find his own way and trying to maybe use his experience to help people. You know, Rhodey's yeah. just doing what Rhodey does, so you know, just on. doing the job. You know, Bruce's, you know, Bruce's, mm-hmm. Bruce's finally found a balance in his life. And, and Tony is, you know, Tony is just living that, that, that dream of, something that he yeah. never thought that he would have that they've been planting seeds for, you know what I'm saying? Like our, the whole of Iron Man 3 yeah. set us up for Which him is, having, me, being, having this kid. It's still an underrated father, movie. I think very underrated movie. Because I remember the, a lot of people's complaints was like, Oh, he's, he's not in the suit. He's yeah. not in the suit. And I'm like, well, that was the point. The point of that movie was that he doesn't need the suit to be Iron Man. And it may have disappointed some people. Cause that was like right after Avengers. And you'd hope that there would have been more, you know, Iron Man per se, but it's about that. He doesn't need the suit. He's still Iron Man no matter what. All right. So I would, I would think most people, not most people, but a lot of people's biggest moment of the film was when a uh, cat realized he's worthy. What was your reaction when you saw that? Or did, did you think that was coming in this movie? No, it surprised me. Um, but my reaction was what a pure joy. I mean, I would have leapt out of my seat if I wasn't sitting in one of those recliners. <laughs> but I think it, I, you know, I, this is what I mean when I think it makes all like it makes Ultron a better movie because it goes back to that scene at the party. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all saw the hammer move. Yeah. Right. And now this kind of explains that, you know, and I know there's two explanations for it. You know, one is, OK, Cap, maybe Cap wasn't fully worthy at that point because he was still holding on to the secret about the Starks. But the other part of it is the one that I like, and I think the one that you like, is that Cap could have always picked up that hammer. He just didn't want to do that to Thor at that moment. I agree. Because my, I think we talked about Sue, like, my thing was, I don't think he knows about the Starks until Civil War, when they've got Bucky in that huge vice grip. So I was always like, yeah, he doesn't know that this happened yet. Yeah, I agree with you. Like he could have always moved it, um, which ah, just seeing him go back in time and put that back. And I know you know his contract is done, but 
I'd love to see, you know, some more battles with him, you know, throwing that thing around the little one. Um, what, where do you think they go from here? Well, I, you know, we know a couple of things, right? We know that they're doing a TV show with, uh, yeah. with Bucky and Sam. They're doing a TV show with Loki. They're doing a TV show with, uh, with Wanda. And I'm curious, is Vision, that right? It's probably gonna be a prequel, right? I would think. Well, the Loki one could easily just be anywhere and anytime. Yeah. Because he just he has the Tesseract, and he just jumped into another timeline. You know, mm-hmm. so that's not really constrained by anything. Uh, I, I would know, like Sam and Bucky could be after. Yeah, you know, it could be you know picking up here, you know the 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 mm-hmm. the Black Widow movie we know is going to be a prequel, and so that leaves the Scarlet Witch thing as a question. I would imagine it's going to be a prequel it, of some I sort. I was hoping that. But, uh, you know, I was hoping I don't, that I don't know Shuri what did planning enough on doing with that. That you know they could you know piece this guy back together. That there was enough done removing that Mind Stone. Yeah. He's just not and maybe that's what it's gonna be was. because in the comics did he have that in his head um I don't yeah think oh so, yeah, but, yeah yeah but that whole that's thing thing, was like, different yeah and then that's one thing like i had to get over early on with how much they deviate from comics like the books are inspirations and that's where it ends they're gonna do what they need to do to make it work and they have i mean they're the ones sitting on a gazillion dollars right now and i'm gonna try to go see this movie again and one thing that this really made me uh, just like be really bewildered as how the hell did DC think they could pull this off in three or four movies? Like that, there, there was no emotion. I mean, well, they were just looking. For, they, they were just looking at. They were just looking at the money. You know, they just wanted to. Um, I mean, they got it to a certain extent, not to, as much as they could have. Cash in the movies didn't do horrible. But like, I, I come back to that Martha scene, and if you built that scene up right, that that scene should have been perfect. Like people should have been screaming, like "Oh crap!" But because it never hit me once, my thirty four years of living, like "Oh wow, both their mothers are named Martha," and it should have meant so much more. But you you go from Man of Steel to BVS and think that that's gonna pay off, and it yeah. doesn't at all. It became a meme, a joke. Yeah, well, they. I mean, they should have. Yeah, you know they. We didn't really have any time to sit with that Batman. You know what I'm saying? And they just they just kind of rushed into it too quick, I think. You know, there was no there was no weight in that in that you in that fight. There was no you know I I think mm-hmm. that Bruce's turn was just way too quick and way too easy in that movie, right? Because you know, he goes in the course of like a minute and a half. He goes from being like, you know, you're not even a man. Uh, you, well, you know, cool. I'm say to it. Martha's not going to die tonight. Oh, oh, your mom's Martha. My mom's Martha. <laughs> hey, what's up, bud? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was like it was like it was like quick, you know? So, yeah. And he contrasted. I just uh, I think they should have just. Played that. Yeah, it was just rushed, like like Happy you know, Tony did. <laughs> maybe they should have had. Maybe they should have had a couple of fights at something. You know what I'm saying? 
like yeah. had a fight that was if you could believe it if you could believe that anybody would be a draw with superman but have a fight that was a draw and then come back because didn't civil war come out that year as well i think so yeah And then to think we go from that movie, which there's no, we don't feel anything for that. And then that fight with Cap and Tony, and I remember sitting in the in the, my seat yelling about Cap, kick his, kick his ass, excuse my language. Right, but that, just, that fight oh, had man, all the weight because up. we've been spending so much time with these characters, you know? Yeah. And they, they've been dropping these hints that these two are going to fight for since the first movie. Yeah, so when Cap says, you know, he was he's my friend and Tony says, so was I. That's a gut punch right there. Yeah. Yeah. And then speaking of friends, like uh when when Tony dies and then you see like, you know, was it Rhodey's the first person to come up to him? Like that hit me like, oh man, this dude's been like that's his best friend. And then you know you get Peter well, and you, Pepper. You're talking about Happy? Or are you talking about you're talking about Peter? Uh, I'm talking about um. Well, Rhodey first comes up to him, then Peter comes up right. to him, and I'm just thinking about like how they 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 pulled this off. Like there's all these little things that just comes up, these little callbacks that just like wow, they really pulled this off. Yeah, and and you know, but and even like these little moments, like when you know when they when they're going for the van and. Steve's like, you know, you got to get to that van. And then Hope says, we're on it, Cap, you know? Yeah. She was the one who was making fun of calling him Cap in, in her in the other movie. Yeah. She, yeah, she was like, Cap? You know? <laughs> oh, too bad Cap can't see you now. You know, making fun of it. Yeah. Well, now she's like, Cap, you know? Yeah. The same thing with, with Clint and T'Challa, you know? Oh, yeah. Clint's trying to run the thing, and T'Challa's like, Clint, give it to me. Yeah. You know? Clint, and Clint's like, finally. Yeah, he he cares you know, who I am. That's that callback to that's that callback to Civil War, where he's like, you know, or what? He's like, hey, I'm Clint. I don't care. You know, it's like just these little 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 moments that they pay off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely a reward. Definitely was a reward. Uh, yeah, on your left, Sam's oh. first words back. Yeah, on your left. I, I, I'm going to be interested to see how they how they play the him. As Captain America, because I'm pretty sure it's going to be a story of, a, at first he tries to live up to, to Steve and then, you know, accepts that he has to do it his way. Would he, did, would you have preferred to see Bucky get the shield? I, no, I, I think it's fitting that Sam gets the shield because Bucky's still screwed up. Yeah. Bucky's still got this thing in his brain, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's why Bucky stayed back. Yeah, and you know, you would ask me the other day, do I think Bucky knew what Steve was going to do? I absolutely think Bucky knew. Yeah, because he said, "I'm, I'm going to miss you." But I think, you know, I think, right, and I think that's you know, and 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 again, that moment, right? Don't do anything stupid. I mm-hmm. can't. You're taking all the stupid with you, which is what Steve said to Bucky when Bucky went to war. Yeah, in the first movie, which I, I... but I think, I think that's why. Uh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I think that's why Bucky stayed back, you know, when they saw Steve sitting on the bench. Yeah. 
you know, Bucky's like, go ahead. And not yeah, he wasn't sure. What? Yeah. And then even even when even when Steve gives Sam the shield, what does Sam do? He oh, looks I, at Bucky. I didn't realize that. And Bucky Bucky gives him the nod. Which goes back to, you know, but if you think oh, yeah. about these two yeah. in Civil War, you know, I hate you. <laughs> no, yeah. Can you move your seat? No. Because I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I thought they would have got him fixed in Wakanda, but I guess not. So I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that Winter Soldier and Falcon series. Probably more than anything else that's going to be on Disney+. Plus. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I can already guess you're looking forward to that Mandalorian. All right, so before we wrap it up, any final thoughts on uh, this ending of this Infinity Saga? Um, just that it's uh, oddly satisfying. You know, I I thought that I would be like, no, I need more. No, mm-hmm. I'm good. I think this wrapped up really well. Um, you know that that moment where, you know where they all come back you know oh yeah i just thought was so well done yes you know because you because you to me it's like you know like i would i had the feeling that cap was was in one of his i can do this all day moments that's what i thought like because he he tightened his broken shield and he's just like you know gritting his teeth giving the look and then and then you hear that you know on your left and you see in the distance you see the the circle yeah come in and uh and then people start to come and 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 all these circles open up and all these different groups of people start showing up and it's like it's like everybody it's like everybody who's ever been in one of these silly movies <laughs> is showing up even howard the duck yeah. i didn't really see that until somebody pointed it out to me yeah oh really i didn't i didn't see that that's funny yeah um and then uh and then, and then you know, when, when when Strange is like, you know, is this everybody? What you want more? <laughs> Wang finally helps out. You know, I don't know about your theater, but in my theater, when like that, when when Strange and the Guardians showed up, like that got one of the biggest cheers. Mine was so. Here's the thing: my theater was half empty. Opening night, eight thirty show. Really, rows rows are empty. And I'm texting my friend, like, you know, this movie's going to start in 20 minutes. You can get a ticket. It's half empty. And he sends me a screenshot. You know, you reserve the seats. He goes, no, they're all sold out. So I'm like, either there's been a major accident or these people, something must, they had something to do. They're all having kids or something. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, or something happened to the website. Who? That's crazy. Because I went, I when did I go? I went Friday night. At a, mm-hmm. we went to a ten thirty show, and it was packed. It was full, and they yeah. were showing it in like four or five theaters. I think it was out of week fourteen, two last weekend. Yeah, so last weekend I was still trying to get tickets. We couldn't, we couldn't find anything. Like you'd have to either sit directly in the front row or wait for like eleven thirty at night showing. And I, I've never seen that with the, the closest I saw that was uh with the Force Awakens. I think I had to go see it in three D in the third week that it was out at ten in the morning. Yeah, but it had like a 57% drop this weekend or 54%. I had a big drop this weekend, so 
I'm not sure I, it's I gonna, it gonna have the legs that everybody thought it was gonna have. I think John Wick will take number one this week. Um, so that'll be about yeah. it for us in this uh, first episode, the inaugural episode of Movie Punditry. We'll try to get back to out. Uh, what do you think of the next? Uh, Far from home, maybe, maybe or John Wick. Probably Far from Home. Probably John Wick. We should, we can do. Um, I think we're gonna have to. Yeah. We're we have to do a Star Wars special at some point and just kind of, you know, stick our flags in the ground on where we are with Star Wars. I'm gonna say this right now. I, I thought the Last Jedi was incredible. Just for everybody listening, so they know where I stand. So, yeah. I thought it was great. I loved it. I loved it. And 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 here's my other here's my other unpopular opinion is I watched last weekend, I watched, uh, or this weekend, this past weekend, I watched Rogue One again, which I haven't watched in, you know, probably six, seven months. And every time I watch that movie, I love it more. And it's really creeping See, up. On becoming we're, we're on the, when it comes to, this, I think, this new generation of Star Wars movies, we're pretty much on the same page in everything. I love Last Jedi. I love I text you as soon as I got a Rogue One. Like, this movie's amazing. I put it in my top, I think I put it in the top five, top four. I don't get the complaints that people have. I guess maybe they, they wanted something different, but I'm perfectly content with what we've gotten. And my fear is that JJ is going to go and undo a lot of things to please that, that vocal troll crowd. I think he probably it, is. Or, or go back to telling the story he was planning on telling until, uh, but that's, and that's, that's fine. I mean, we'll see. What you know, he's it does. changing the parentage. But yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, I had no, I had no problem with Solo. I thought Solo was fun. Solo was great. You know, I had a ball watching that. It, it was exactly what I expected it to be. It's a good movie, a good story. It's off the the main, you know, line of the other stories, and it worked. I don't understand what people's problems are with, with Solo. I mean, maybe they want a Harrison Ford, but you know, you weren't getting that. Yeah, well, that ain't no. gonna happen. Because he he didn't want to come back, right? No, he. I think, I think part of his 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 deal coming to do in the Force Awakens was like, yeah, hey, you gotta kill me, you know. I, I think yeah, he, I think he wanted out. You know, I think he wanted it to end. And he's obviously yeah, not no. gonna go do a prequel. So I don't know. I, we, we, I guess we're on that unpopular side of what's going on with Star Wars now, but I think it's great. Um, that's about it. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll be back. Okay. Did you did you did you see the footage no, from I've the Mandalorian? Stills. I'm trying to stay away from it. I I, I saw the shot of uh, okay. Carl. Oh, Carl Weathers looks amazing. It looks good. And then, is that going to be like a day one thing, yeah. or that's coming 2020? That is, I believe that's a day one thing. I, th- I think that's going to be there on launch. Yeah. Or, yeah. Because I saw November, uh, right? Endgame is I there December said... 11th. Yep. Yeah. November 12th, it's supposed to be. They've premium. given people every reason to get this app. The price, the content, there's no reason to not have it. Yeah. I'll Eight just bucks go a share month, Netflix with somebody me? else. I mean, we're not supposed to say that online. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, folks. Uh, thank you for listening. We hope you come back. We will try to get better with this content thing. Um, uh, I'm Randell Burns, uh, my co-host. Thank you for listening to Movie Punditry. I'm Mike Mahoney. And I'm at MikeyMo1741 on Twitter. Randell is at Ardell Burns. And we are at Movie underscore Punditry. And if you liked what uh, you heard, you didn't like what you heard, you could email us at MoviePunditry at Outlook.com. We'd love to hear from you. Catch you next time. All right. Have a, take it easy. Thank you.